Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Hi, I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, and welcome to the first ever bonus episode of The Savvy Psychologist. Last week, we covered six myths about domestic violence, and I got a strong but welcome reaction from several listeners who wrote in and asked me to add myth number seven, only women get abused. Now, before we bust the myth, and it is indeed a myth, I do feel compelled to say that last week's episode deliberately addressed myths about abusive men. To quote myself, the episode was, quote, specifically for women in relationships with the Ray Rices of the world, here are six myths about abusive men. Like most of the nation, I was appalled by the events in the NFL, and I felt the need to speak out to women in similar situations. That said, there are many men out there who get physically, emotionally, and even sexually abused by female partners, including a male listener who wrote in and described his current struggle to get out of a physically abusive marriage and protect his children in the process. Men like our listener are not alone. A national report released just last month by the CDC found that violence by an intimate partner, including being beaten, kicked, hit with an object, or deliberately burned, had been experienced at least once by 22% of women and 14% of men. And it gets more complicated. There are two types of domestic violence. One is called intimate terrorism. Intimate terrorism is about controlling the other person through violence and fear, and it's perpetuated in 97% of cases by men, 3% of the time by women. Victims of intimate terrorism are more likely to get injured, get hit frequently, have symptoms of PTSD, and to miss days of work. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. The other type is called situational couple violence. This is essentially when an argument gets out of control and leads to shoves, slaps, and thrown plates. It's more about loss of temper than ownership and control. But this type of domestic violence is much more equal opportunity, with roughly equal initiation across gender. According to a 1989 book based on the results of the landmark National Family Violence Survey, situational couple violence is initiated 27% of the time by men, 24% of the time by women, and in 49% of cases, both parties simultaneously. Here, women are just as likely as men to be violent, though women are more likely to be injured. It's also important to note that men in chronically abusive relationships, physical or emotional, are vulnerable because police often automatically arrest the man, child custody often goes to the woman, issues of embarrassment, shame, and masculinity are at stake, 
and there's a lack of expert help to which to turn. For example, the only existing hotline specifically for male victims of domestic violence recently went offline due to lack of funding. Indeed, sometimes, oftentimes, these men are not even believed. Male or female, nothing adds insult to the injury of abuse like having your story dismissed. So, even if men are in the minority when it comes to being the victims of abuse, what a dangerous world we would live in if minority views were silenced or disregarded. Bottom line, no one deserves to be abused. Thanks to savvy listener Dave in Tokyo for sending me one of the study references, all of which you can find in the show notes at quickanddirtytips.com slash savvy hyphen psychologist. If the Savvy Psychologist is useful to you, let me know by subscribing to the podcast, liking on Facebook, adding me to your Google Plus circles, or emailing a link to someone important in your life. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson. This Friday, we'll cover another light, easy topic, how to talk to kids about terrorism and violence. And after that, I promise you something lighter is right around the corner. In the meantime, a transcript of the podcast and references for the studies I mention are always available on quickanddirtytips.com slash savvy hyphen psychologist. And of course, the Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and doesn't substitute for psychiatric care or psychotherapy by a licensed professional. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in a few days for a happier, healthier mind. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.